everybody, welcome to Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. So we're recording this Saturday, September 10th at 7.30 in the a.m. Trying to get a little leg up on our podcast episodes. Just released to Disney Plus or the Disney Channel or whatever it's called. Thor, Love, and Thunder. 2022 latest episode in the Marvel, never-ending Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I personally, I'll just throw it out there, I hate these movies. I, there's so many of them. They beat you down. They've taken over the culture. They've taken over movies. I don't even get comic book movies. I, I mean, I don't get comic books. I hate to say that because I know it's like the dominant media, and I think we've lost listeners over the years by me constantly saying that. I read comic books when I was a kid, and I just don't get their appeal. For whatever reason, they, they don't appeal to me. I've tried to get into them. I can't. I can't do it. Even The Walking Dead, I was like, this is just, the story's like, it takes five minutes to get through, and then I just want to burn it in a fire. I so that's where I'm coming through. That's where I'm coming from. I just want to state my bias with this freaking movie. I don't have probably the hatred you have. Or not even the hatred. The uh, I actively hate comic books. I, I will get, always give them a try. And a chance and, you know, a to be able to talk to people at work. It's the same reason I watch every sports doc. I want to feel like a man and I can talk about like what uh, have something in common. There's that search yeah. for human connection, which I'm failing at. But I'm getting annoyed because to me, this source material is like if you tell me comics are better. Well, I'm not seeing that on the screen. You know well, what I mean? Yes. Like the, and what's annoying is, and we've talked about this for years on this stupid podcast, which we started in 2016, and we would have our friend Glenn Baisley on, right? He's a, a documentarian now, does, yes. does a ton of work with Mike Gingold on all those uh, B-movies that are released by Vinegar Syndrome. He does all the behind-the-scenes stuff, camera work, blah, blah, blah. But we would say, like, the, the point with it, and Thor is an example of this. I don't read comic books, right? Yeah. I'm not hanging on every word of what's being told in comic books or the history of these characters. And now we're just at the point where you it expects you to know that stuff. Yes. So if I you don't go get in the cold, Easter eggs. I don't get the Easter And eggs. I don't care about them. Like make no. a movie that can that we all can enjoy where it's just like you have to I don't know. It's just a mess to to listen to reviews of this thing because they'll yeah. be like, oh like, like Natalie Portman was something called the Mighty Thor. What is that? Why should I care? It doesn't it doesn't mean anything to me. You know what I mean? It's like you shouldn't have cliff notes and a backstory to watch a freaking movie. And we're at the point where the Marvel movies have just done that and everybody just accepts it. There are so many podcasts like where I'm on good pods, right, Brian? We're okay. like number 92 of 100 in uh, uh, movie reviews. Every single podcast out on there is talking about comic book movies, superhero movies, like 90% of it. And it's just... I don't know. And then you listen to the reviews and I, I just, I just, I don't get any of it. So well, anyway. also they're all wishy-washy reviews. You know what I mean? Like, even, oh, and we'll, like no we're going to play, we're going to play two of them. No one hates a Marvel movie or a DC movie or, you know, they'll be like, well, this is what, you know, this is the good part. This is the bad part. This is, listen, there are definitely good parts in every movie I've seen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying. They're very but, afraid to take a stand. But they, yes, that's my thing. I can still say, hey, I don't and like then, this movie, even though I like this scene. Like, I And get then the some negative stuff, the negative stuff is like, well, it didn't introduce some obscure comic book yes, thing that you've had. Awesome. To, you have to follow and read the comic books to know what the reviewer's talking about. Oh, it didn't do that well? Some and, Something I don't have no idea what you're talking about? And here's the other thing. It's like we do, we recently did a tier list show. 
And I feel like now we're doing a tier list of Marvel characters because there's certain characters I just don't, you know. I, Listen, yeah. I, just if you want to make a Batman movie, he's not even Marvel. Like, just give me that once every two years. I'll be fine with it. Yeah, like, for some reason, I can take some of the Batman movies. Like, I can't take, I don't know, who, who's Thor? He's just a pretty he's, boy. A, he's a space Viking. We're supposed yeah, to like, and I don't know. I don't ridiculous. know. It's just, it's oh, wait, ridiculous. before we begin, before we begin, Brian, I'm going to okay. do a public service announcement. Specifically, it's only for you and I. Okay. All right. So let me let me just play this real pa- real fast, if I can. Hopefully, an ad doesn't pop up. Oh God. Waititi. Taika. Waititi. Taika. Waititi. Taika. New Zealand film director taika watiti that's all we got to say taika watiti we never get people's names right on this thing taika taika watiti who i love by the way let's go through his filmography real fast let me see if i can go through i I, he sent a couple of movies he actually does he doesn't have the extensive filmography uh, filmography i assumed but let me see if i can bring it up real fast oh i already erased it but anyway he did uh, i think i know what everyone loves from what well, like what we do in the shadows, he has something to do with, and I know everyone. Oh loves yeah, yeah, that. I, yeah. He definitely, yeah, he did that. That he that that's I think a masterpiece. So you refuse to see it. The TV I, show listen, and the you, movie are. You want to know the? Here's my great. problem. I like the movie. I love the movie. My problem is, is I have a family member gave me Hulu, and because they have it on their account, and they said, "Hey, you give us this, and we'll give you this." So we trade it off. Of course, she's cheap, so it has commercials. And now I'm just accustomed uh, to. You're a spoiled I, brat, dude. I'm yeah, a spoiled. I have, yeah, I have Hulu. I have the same thing. It's just yeah. like wow, watching it on TV. Yeah, but dude, I I, can't, I get frustrated when we do these YouTube things and we have those clips in. I'm like, am I done with YouTube now because it has a three second clip in it? He did. I I have never seen Jojo Rabbit. He got no, me uh, huge. That's probably his best reviewed movie. I have to see it. I just can't. I mean, it's got Hitler in it. I have my. I don't want to sit through a Hitler movie, but uh, he did this movie called The Hunt for the Wilder People. Came out in 2016. That's a great movie. Okay. This guy, and he's like a he's like a weird Walt Disney, and I think some of that comes through in Thor: Love and Thunder. How do you say his name? Taika Watiti. Watiti. All right. So I thought we would begin this review since this movie came out a while ago, right? Thor: Love and Thunder came out uh, 2022, according to Wikipedia. It's an American superhero film. Oh, based on a Marvel Comics character. Oh, guy's name is Thor. Directed by Taika Watiti. Taika. I just said it wrong. Taika. Uh, he co-wrote the script with Jennifer Caitlin Robinson. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Christian Bale's the bad guy. Tessa Thompson, Jamie Alexander, Russell Crowe, Natalie Portman, Guardians of the Galaxy for a little bit. So that's a rundown of the movie. Now I can click out of that. All right. Uh, I thought we would go through two reviews real quickly of two pretty big YouTubers. The first being this guy, Sean Chandler talks about. This is a, a film critic. Uh, he's this one has forty, just shy of forty-two thousand views. Jeez. And so let's hear what he has to say about this before we share our thoughts. And I sort of wanted to comment on what what this guy does. My son listens to this guy a lot. He's big into MCU stuff. Everything about it just felt like it was mixed for me. That Christian Bale as Gore was great. The idea. Can you hear it, Brian? Yes. Of the villain, perfect for Thor, especially this kind of far into Thor's journey. What a great idea for a villain. But he's not in the movie enough. 
He feels like he's in the wrong movie because of how goofy the rest of the film is. And they introduce all these ideas with gore about gods and what they do and don't do. And they don't really explore any of those. And then with Jane Foster, this is the best Jane Foster has been in the Thor franchise, in the MCU. This is the most kind of fun Natalie Portman has been. Even the way she was as Mighty Thor, I appreciated that they didn't use her to undermine Thor or anything like that. I have no idea. What does that mean? They didn't use her to undermine Thor. Like well, that, I guess she didn't. But Lady Splane. Like she was his equal, I'm, I'm thinking. Like she I, wasn't. I the explanation. I don't know what that means. Explanation as to how she got her powers? This is total nonsense. Like, it's just, let's invent new powers so that this thing can happen. Without this is a common, like, people who really are into the MCU stuff and people who, have, who are fans of it. And I think this guy qualifies as a fan of the MCU universe. Yes. Their critiques are like, well, that's not realistic. And it's like, well, this is a superhero movie. The whole thing isn't realistic. It's We're talking about a space Viking. It's ridiculous on its face. You know, it's comical and stupid on its face. It's, I mean, you know, this is where it's like, this is originally geared towards Yeah, none of children. it has to make sense. It's in a superhero world. You and know I'll, what I mean? I'll call like, out, like, I'll, I won't name the person, but there was, a, there was a, a random tweet that came across our Twitter feed. And, you know, the Twitter is having a meltdown about uh, She-Hulk on Disney+, okay. Plus, right? And one of the critiques I saw was someone was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the show, whatever it is, what it is. I'm, I'm totally paraphrasing and embellishing. But clearly the writers have never been inside a courtroom. As if a show about a green lawyer, yeah. <laughs> you know, a green color with superhero powers, you're expecting the courtroom drama to be accurate. I mean, and that's that, that those are just bizarre critiques to me. Without really doing anything to earn this massive transformation for the character. And just in general, I really don't like the idea of making everyone a superhero. Then we have Thor himself, who's just turned into a parody of his own, is, is of the character. Which is what I said also essentially about what they did with him as the big Thorbowski in Endgame, where it was like a SNL parody of a depressed Thor rather than feeling like a realistic exploration of it, of a space god, realistic exploration of a space god depressed. I don't know what that means. Exactly. Like he's saying, he, he, I think he's he's hearing how he, he's sort he of hearing ridiculous. How ridiculous he sounds at that moment. He did. He's he basically he's saying this is a common attack on this, not an attack, but a common criticism of Thor. God of Thunder, whatever the heck it's called. Oh, because I wonder, he's I not if they tried to, to have... I wonder if they tried to get uh, Gene Simmons Gene to Simmons? give them permission to use God of Thunder. Has that been used yet? Probably in some other Marvel movie. But, like, yeah, it's, it is sort of ridiculous to... It's not... There's some realist... It's not, you know, it's not... The credibility. The credibility is lacking here. It's a space Viking movie. Uh, so, anyway, I just want to play that real fast. And then the other guy, there's this guy, Chris Stuckman. He is making his own movie. He's a big internet critic. Again, I found out about him through my son. Uh, he has, I mean, I'm not, I won't even go into it. That's a, that's a cheap shot. But here's what he has to say about Thor, love, and thunder. You know, the Thor movie. And as you guys know, I don't really make videos about movies that I really didn't like anymore. It's not really my thing. The other guy I, I wanted well, see, to point out. See, that's the other guy. The other guy said the same thing in his yeah, review. I, he doesn't I, like to do negative reviews. If I had if I had let it played, or maybe it was before that, yes, these guys both say, <laughs> I don't really like to give you my honest opinion. Well, it's like, come on, guys. I Also, isn't that better? Like, that way people could, like, people don't remember old radio days where you would just argue over people's opinions. So sometimes, 
I'm not saying negativity right. helps, I, it, but it is well, more fun. And look, like it, it's weird to me, and, and we're on Twitter, right? And so I spend a lot of time trying to promote our stuff. I've failed. We, we, we have less than 100 followers on YouTube as of this recording, which is embarrassing. But it is strange to me because you get these people on Twitter, they're like, stop being, stop complaining about movies. Stop, you know, stop bad-mouthing. Don't stop the negativity. You hear that like nonstop. Um, but meanwhile, in politics, that's okay. It's weird yeah. to me that like negative thoughts or, or toxicity, whatever you want to call it, has been, it's okay in real life with things that affect us every single day in terms of politics. You know, it's okay for that to be off the rails, negative and vicious. But let's not do it in our movie reviews. I don't know. Come on, they're movie reviews, man. Also, you uh, state your opinion. This, stick to it. You've mentioned this a million times. Uh, I, I, I kind of put it up there with sports. Like, if you're a Jets fan and a, I don't know, a Broncos fan or whoever, I don't <laughs> well, know. No, that's the worst. Well, how about we say Yankees Red Sox, dude? All right, Yankees Red Sox. Uh, <laughs> that that rivalry, that that storied rivalry between the New York Jets and the Denver Broncos. Well, yeah, I don't what know. The hell that, was that, that tells you something about why we're talking movies. But yeah. that's my point. Like, you can argue about your, like, some of it, it, it is fun. I, I do like the argument of it. And I, I try to school people in my theory, even though I know I'm never going to change an opinion. It's sort of the fun part of this. And listen, if I'm subjected to watch a Marvel movie, I should be able to say anything I want. Right. What's that? It sounds like you're hurting Marvel. I, no. I mean, I mean, the other thing I have this theory that like people who grew up watching comic books and were way into comic books, they've they grew up to have crappy taste in movies. Well, I, I, I uh, agree. Yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, that's vicious to say, though. Maybe well, you I shouldn't mean, but, say that. Well, I, they employ you. Because well, that's, that's what I've this guy says. I've been very lucky. I, I, you know, sure, I worked on huge franchises, especially in the comic world. But that doesn't mean, also, I thought those were better written. I think that's right true now too. Yeah, we're were, getting yeah. things. My problem is this, man. I don't care about it. Give me a super movie once, a superhero movie once a year. I mean, all of them. Every you know, other week. Because the thing is, my thing is, there's just not enough writers that could handle story-wise. Also, let's be honest. They don't hire directors that are coming in and like taking control and making this movie. It's a it's a committee well, movie now. Although we'll get to it in a second. I kind of feel like this is the most. This, sure, this... I'm sure there's a there's an example like, yes, you could argue this and people will argue James Gunn. People will argue, you know, but no, it's still Sam Raimi, no. at least part of that multiverse. Nah, I didn't, I, I See, that's that's the one that I haven't bothered to watch that. Yeah, watch it because it's not a Sam. I mean, fine. It's got the Sam Raimi movements and camera and a little let's get bit of through quirkiness. The, let, let's get through the rest of this and we'll get into our review. Okay. I don't think it's necessarily appropriate since I'm trying to make So he's what he's saying is he, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't really I mean in my I you, I'm twisting his words, but I don't give an honest review of a movie I don't like. I pull my punches because I have a movie that was funded I think partly through Kickstarter and I'm working on it and I'm trying to break into the business. Films professionally and it's just a sort of strange thing that I don't really think is it's just kind of weird and so I've stayed away from it. And this is gonna be one of those weird times where I didn't really love this movie. I enjoyed aspects of it. There were a lot of things that I did like and I certainly didn't hate the movie and I wouldn't even go as far as to say that I didn't like it, but it, it's no Ragnarok. When I left the theater, I thought to myself, okay, that was visual. It's no Ragnarok. I mean, I kind of like Ragnarok. I'm I like it. I, I will say this at the beginning of this. I. I think Thor Ragnarok is one of the best Marvel movies ever made. All right, so let's get into it. We've we've sort of uh, uh, set the table there with other generic vanilla reviewers of 
Thor. What the hell is the name of this movie again? I'm sorry. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. I'm having a mental block against that. Let me minimize this. Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Directed by... Watiti. I want to say Taka. It's not Taka. Hold on. I have to play this for myself. You're not going to be able to hear this. Taika. Taika. Watiti. Watiti. Taika Watiti. Uh, Brian, what did you think of the movie? Or should I go first? Go first. I liked it, dude. Oh, my God. I liked I was fine with it. I mean, it's... it's, it's you know what? This is what happens. It's Old a man mess. Has, you have kids, so you probably watch it. You know. Why do you, you got to insult my kids? I'm not insulting you. Because, you know what? I watched going Ragnarok. after Stuttering John. I watched uh, Ragnarok with my nephew. And I think that's half the reason I like that. Um, All right, let me let me let me let me just let me just burst your bubble. I didn't watch this with my kid. I watched oh, really? the first. Well, then, dude, I watched you, the first three scenes with out. my kid. Why'd I watched go, the first. Why'd you go on the pint? I watched the first three. Oh, there's no way the pint guys will say they like this. Oh no, I'm. I don't no. think. Well, they'll say they didn't, but then they'll give the same review the last two guys did. Wow, <laughs> oh, you're saying they don't. All right, anyway, I watched it with my wife. Um, same thing your wife likes comic book stuff here's the thing here's the thing like the criticism of this movie people are like oh it's it doesn't take thor seriously oh it's, it's return seems, of the jedi part it, two it seems to be a parody of marvel movies uh you know it's an insult to marvel movie fans and comic book people and i welcome all that i because i agree with all that it this seems to be making fun of the whole of what's happened to movies with the influence of of Marvel and superhero movies, and I kind of dug it. Now, like, am I ever going to watch this movie again? No. I, it, it, it is what it is to use a generic term, so I can get to the next thought. The beginning of this movie is so insane, right? It starts off with Christian Bale, his origin story as a villain. He's carrying his dying child on the surface of a dead planet that's completely void of water or food or anything. So opening scene, child dies. Second scene, he shoves a sword, an evil sword, through the throat of a god, beheads the god. A weird-looking god, too, like... like like a bad cowardly yeah, lion yeah, really, looking thing. Right, like it, it's, was, it took me out of the yeah. movie for a second. And imagine I'm like, if what are, what's going imagine on? Imagine if Dorothy at the end of the Wizard of Oz when she when she lands no, at Oz even, and just kills the 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 wizard, the little old man. The local it's, school plays version of Wizard of the Oz because this was so like it's weirdly colorful. He's yeah. throwing fruit. Uh, yeah, it was, it's it's really bizarre. And maybe that has some origin in some Marvel comic book crap. I I, I could care less about. Third scene of the movie. They introduced Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's full-on comedy. It was they're playing Fraggle Rock. They're playing Guns N' Roses. Yeah, it's Thor versus the Fraggles, which I was like, and that has the very controversial, he does a Jean-Claude Van Damme split and screams, which I thought was great. I was like, all right, this is the type of, I like my Marvel movies. If it's going to do it, do it completely cheesy. It's a comic book. You're talking about a space Viking. I don't want one moment of seriousness in a stupid concept that's meant for kids. It's a kid's movie. But then scene four... Oh, Natalie Portman as his oh, love has, interest has cancer. is getting chemotherapy. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh my God, child death, beheading, Guns N' Roses, uh, their most famous album, right? What was the name of that? Was that just Appetite called? Appetite for Destruction. Appetite for Destruction soundtrack plays for like this entire movie almost. That and like November Rain, the one single from somewhere else. 
and then you, you you have cancer. It's just like, wow, where is this movie going? Like I just, but I, I was like offended, but at the same time, I was this is crazy. I can't believe they let this well, guy see what do you're that. talking. Your your exuberance for this movie and some of your thoughts are how I felt about Ragnarok. To me, Ragnarok was uh, I had fun Flash with that too. Gordon. This uh, was and so was this though. The colors are right out of Flash. It's over, trying see, hard to, to me, be Flash Gordon. To me, this one went over just over to me it was too much cheese this was return of the jedi for me this was too like Which I, to me that's a compliment because i don't what uh, i i'm not expecting these movies are ridiculous these are men in underwear who wear underwear it. on the I outside guess, you know? i guess i'm sitting down to watch men in underwear and i was expecting a little like i don't want i, I didn't mind this see here's the problem they used in Ragnarok, didn't they use a bump? Yeah, Led used, Zeppelin. Yeah. Hammer of the and Gods. Like, immigrant just song. Did the immigrant same song. Thing in this movie, just with Guns N' Roses. I, you know, I don't so, know. I, I, listen, and the Guardians so, of the Galaxy drove me nuts because Chris Pratt's beard looked weird. Is like, was he well, he has, he, he has the weird highlights in his hair. I noticed yeah, that too. Like, it's like, why is that? He's got time to dye his hair? Um, uh, I don't know. The comedy is just a little too much. It was too broad for me. Like, I, you know. It was just the whole thing. It felt like a kid's movie to me. It is. I don't like kids. It movies. should be kids I, well, movies. Well, I don't like kids movies. And if These you want to say satire, movies. give me the boys. That's more of a satire. But, well, no, I think I think he just flat out. Uh, Taika. Taika. Waititi. Waititi. Just he just is like he's like a dude throwing poop at at, at the whole concept that we have to be so self serious and pompous with these movies he's like this is a this is a kids movie and here's the thing about that dude if you go back and whatever it was the wilderman one that i had mentioned earlier i, I, I hunt yeah. for the wilder family of uh, sam neil he makes kids movies essentially like he has this weird connection with kids and the way he portrays them on screen I don't know what it is, but like I, th this is a guy. I don't know. He's 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 very good at that, and it, it's it manifests itself in this movie. Towards the end, where all the kids get superpowers, yeah. I just every kid. If you're a kid watching that, and suddenly somebody your age is up there, you know, being a super, it's funny. I liked it. I liked it. I mean, it worked for me. And yeah, this is a kids movie. That's yeah. what it should be. That these movies should be kids movies. I get. We, had, we need to again. get beyond. We've had enough of our. You know the, the the dark and stormy night superhero movies. I right? get that, but for you go some back reason, and watch that Zack just... Snyder Superman. Oh my god, I would watch this all day long over that over that. Oh, stuff. I probably would. I'll agree with you on that. So, but what I'm saying is, for for some reason, that Ragnarok really affected me, and it really like was the perfect blend of like the humor and still that superhero seriousness, if you will. This just I don't know. Like, and you're. What you're saying is all right and everything. I just, it just, there was just too much cheese for me. It's too wildly much. uneven. I mean, yeah, it's wildly uneven. And like that Natalie Portman's character dies. That, 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 <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Well, also the other thing is, can we just stop from here on out? Can we please stop? An established actor can only do one superhero movie. Like Christian Bale. Fine. He's great as the villain. But does he need to be the villain? They could have found some other. Great could have been actor. anybody. Could have yeah. been anybody. Like, yeah. And if anything, it takes me out of the movie because I'm like, oh, Batman's in a Thor movie. You know what I mean? Like, and I know we shouldn't think like that. But also, I'd rather go go make another, you know, fighter movie. Go where you, you know, be be the vice 
president again. Like that guy is such a good actor. I don't need to see him in these. Oh, you're talking about Dick Cheney. I was like, be the vice president. Yeah. I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, I love Vice. I can watch that movie every day. Um, but what, what about? So let's, we're skipping around here. What about? Like, the, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, I just think it's too much. I just think it's too much, and like that takes like it's starting to take me out of the movie. Some of these uh, these things that are happening just take me out of these movies. And like, you know, I'm sitting here saying I like the movie, but at the same time, like I realize, I don't know, I love it in a way sort of that I love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre part two over the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There are parts of this movie, Thor, uh, Lock and Rock and Run, whatever the heck it is, Rock and Shock. I don't know what was going on. I literally, okay, why are they talking to Zeus? Why is Zeus stripping well, Thor? What? I didn't Russell get... Crowe, Russell, that, that cameo, I mean, is... He had to be high, right? I mean, it... What it, was that... The accent? He's accent. like, hey, it's me, Mario. Like, what is going on there? Well, and I didn't, I, I, that just whole sequence blew my mind. And I thought it was hilarious because, you know, it's Russell Crowe now, not Russell Crowe and Gladiator, but he's supposed to be wearing the same stuff from Gladiator. He's like, all right, make me a fat Gladiator suit. Like, it was hilarious because he didn't get in shape. This, he didn't do anything. And he's well, supposed to be playing and, the greatest god in, you know, of, and that's what I've heard of. This is a Marvel movie for it, this. It seems like the target demographic is it's a Marvel movie for people who don't like Marvel movies. Because, yeah, you got fat Russell Crowe hamming it up with a ridiculous accent. Uh, <laughs> that whole sequence is insane. The the oogling of the women. It's just bizarre. Uh, the, the humor is bizarre. The whole fact that Russell Crowe, as Zeus mentions repeatedly uh, about how they want to have an orgy. And I'm like talking low because my kids are just waking yeah. up. <laughs> Like I'm like, what is this doing in the movie? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, what is like the John Waters do a rewrite of this script? You know, it's so bad. I loved it. I guess that's what it is. This I like the train wreck that it that that it is. Yeah, I, again, I I'll never I was watch it. Out, like again, I, I don't care about. Like I shouldn't care about that. It upsets me so much. Listen, this to me is a perfect movie to put on when you're doing laundry or high on mushrooms. You, you don't need to pay attention. There are like some wacky cool sequences but after the, you know at a certain point it's just the same joke over and over again peppered in with some like oh like here like 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 you said you know oh the, the woman i love is dying of cancer yes. yeah like <laughs> like it's weird like why is that even in there i mean i know it's a but it's it's in there for that it's reason, pretty intense and they're and like, like oh what the hell, dude? she puts down the sword and she becomes her human self who's riddled with cancer yeah. and you're like that's that's a weird tonal I, shift Listen, there was space two, dolphins. They're watching funny space jokes. Dolphins. Like they kept getting her name wrong. They would call her like Jodie Foster, Jane Fonda. I, I thought, thought that, that was, stuff yeah. like, all right, that made me laugh a lot. Like that actually was hilarious. I just There's the whole. Oh, oh, by the way, the the rock guy, the rock guy, you know, he's totally endorses uh, uh, same sex marriage and all that. That I thought, oh, yeah, and it's got like a, a social message thrown in yes. there, too. What do you want? You want laughs? Go ahead. You want people dying of cancer? Go ahead. I just again. I, you know, for some reason, it just, it was, it was too, like, it, it literally just got two cheese for me. And like, which you know, again, and, and again, I don't know why did... that bothered me more, because that's the part I liked about the Ragnarok. And I thought that like brought uh freshness to those, because those first two other Thor ones I've seen, but I, I don't remember them. I, I Well, here's the thing. Like, I remember sitting through Ragnarok and I was like, oh, okay, that was all right. I don't remember a thing about the movie. And and tomorrow I won't remember a thing. That's why I wanted to record this right away because I will not. This movie well, yeah, is completely disposable. I had put it on this morning because I'm like, oh, man, if we're going to talk about this again, I better get like. I've, I've already forgotten it. I, yeah. 
you cut out there for a second. I've already so read, you know, there you are. You're back. what we got wrong in the nope one because Shane like already yelled at us. Oh, right. Oh, right. We didn't, yeah, we didn't know who that actor Shane. was. But Michael you know what? Wincott I've, was from The Crow. I'm sorry. I've, I've never been able to sit through The Crow. I probably watched it when it came out on VHS back in the day. I think that's one of the most overrated movies of all time. Uh, it's getting know. remade. And I'm fine with that. That's Yeah, give that another try. It seemed like a good idea, but that was so like whatever, 90s out, like just it was awful. Well, but, so you, uh, you lost your, your lead actor before the movie was even released. So it's, yeah, it, I mean, it, was, it was doomed from the beginning. It, horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, so uh, anyway, so wh what else about, what else can I say about Thor, uh, not Ragnarok, Thor, God of Thunder. Love and Thunder, right? <laughs> Love and Thunder? I don't even care. Thunder and Love, yeah. I Thunder really and Lightfoot. Directed know, by. Gordon Lightfoot. Taika. Taika. Waititi. Waititi. Taika. All right, all right, all right, you can't hear that, but I'm playing. And I'm so sorry, I can, I can hear that totally. Um, oh, okay. I don't know if it'll come through the recording, but the, I just keep uh, what I, I and again, just that opening scene with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that really bothered. Oh, I was okay with that. No, I thought man. they were going to be in the whole movie. I was like, oh, no, all right, I was a... like, I'm, I'm done. Like Guardians Part Two ruined it. I thought that the first movie was an incredible movie. Now it's just an, it's another. See, this is the same humor as a James Gunn movie. Like that's the other problem. I, I so I guess James, James Gunn and 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 the Thor franchise are the comedies of Marvel. You know what I mean? Like they're right. like the jokey ones. I think and it is kind of it, it, it is a little interesting to me that Marvel seems to be saying at this point, well, we, you know, we've made so much money. We could actually we could slap a Marvel label, you know, on ferocious female freedom fighters, re-release yeah. it as is and just have the Marvel thing at the beginning and it'll make probably a billion dollars. Right. And I guess like now they're just making their own like, well, this I, this is their comedy. Well, that's what uh, I'm saying. I, I think it's sort of interesting that they just kind of, and this one feels like it's his movie. Oh no, uh, I Taika agree with you on that. This is totally one of his movies, Wh like. which is sort of interesting. It's like, all right, go go ahead and then it, you can't ruin this. It's critic proof. It's audience proof. It's going to make a billion dollars, or to make a little less than a billion dollars, but it's all right. We're we're fine. We can write it off. You know, and, it, and it's, it's soulless still filmmaking. It's it's like the financing and that whole part of it is definitely, you know, has no soul. But I mean, I and like now, that he like, tried stupid jokes. That, that uh dr strange they made a horror movie the next will be the action movie like i just think marvel as is is it's well i mean it is its own studio but it's just it's gonna give you everything i just don't know if those ever that everything is what i want the uh i'm just reading i'm looking at our facebook thread from last night o'brien brian at a 5 58 a.m just to wake everybody up to to acknowledge it. you're still of COVID, by the way how you feeling you're still oh, I, there still? i feel yeah i feel by the time Fine. this comes out, you won't have it. I don't know. I don't know. But I, you know, well, this is going to release yesterday. Wasn't this, it? It's going to release two weeks from now. All right. Well, hopefully, I'll be over with it. You Which said, is good guys, for the show because I'm definitely we're definitely recording a lot more. I know. I keep saying I feel bad, but I'm like, you said, guys, uh, WTF Thor was so bad. And then Matt Meso from Mondo Creepy. I hope he doesn't mind me. He won't mind. No. Matt said from Mondo Creepy, I didn't like the new one. I like Taiki Taika Taika Watiti. I like his work, but everything in the movie is just played for laughs. It's a total waste of Christian Bale, which is a common. People are like, yeah, Christian Bale was, was yeah, wasted. Again, he, he is. I mean, I love the fact that he's introduced. His child dies, right? And my wife's like, uh, am I supposed to feel that sorry for the bad guy? He, he's making total sense. Like well, him, and Thor, him thing, and Thor should team up and kill all these gods. And it just is like, well, that's what I didn't that, get. But then again, he's like doing one liners with the kids and he's like, ah, I'm tearing a hair, uh, the, the head off this worm thing. And it's like, what is this guy who he's like, also, he's, he's I'm telling still, jokes. I'm still convinced that was like, uh, you know, 
not real the opening scene where he kills the god because it was just so out of like all of a sudden he's in you know in a desert and then you know i know it, it's it, like it makes sense it literally was like the lion king play that he walks in onto they should have had donald trump as the god because it was like that it had that vibe everything was gold like yeah. everything was ridiculous and over the top and gaudy also uh, here's the other thing that i guess i don't get i get I, I'm, I'm horrible with names but asgard that yes. blew up so that's just a regular fishing town right well, i have no like, idea that's like dude. in connecticut right that's i have like, no idea that's yeah, right it's next like to mystic. the rubber factory where they're having that convention <laughs> this yeah you know, like, ct horror fest yeah. might have already happened by the time this comes out but yeah yeah okay there's a bunch of things i didn't understand like my wife asked me w w why doesn't he have his hammer i'm like i have no idea i guess he lost his stupid hammer somewhere somewhere along the line the whole the whole thing where he he's treating his hammers like their girl i mean i love yeah. that it was so bad i mean i guess i just like that this so really like feels train to me, wreck i i like you the like fact the, that, that it's marvel I, failing i like the fact that yeah they made this they, it just sticks it in the eye of marvel that's what i loved i loved everything that's the, every cringe moment i was i was like cartman drinking the tears of his enemies i guess because that's what was driving me nuts is when the the night uh his stupid blade started like he was like come hammer come hammer and then the knife would just his other hammer blade thing was coming into his peripheral vision like it was going to attack yeah, it was like, jealous on, it was jealous on here yeah uh, thor is essentially i mean i want to see one where like it's like thor on drugs and he's on the street you know he's just addicted to like, like opioids or heroin or something because well, like just let's listen. just go let's just go full bore insane have like uh who's the guy that did requiem for a dream have him do yeah. one of these he yeah, can do the, the next thor one yeah but uh, hey that guy's uh, other... killing it with the heavy with uh brendan fraser it was nice to see brendan fraser get a uh yeah, wasn't it like I've never I mean, that guy, you know, he was Listen, he, he didn't he was, do movies that I liked. He was uh, awful. He was awful yeah. back in the day. But it is great to see this comeback and to see that yeah. reaction where he I mean, it was so genuine. It was beautiful to see it. And the whole Internet rallied around that. So, yeah, good for Brendan Fraser. Uh, the other thing I just say, like, all right, so Christian Bale is Gore, the God killer. And he has yeah. this very, <laughs> very sympathetic. He seems to be like he should be the hero of this movie. <laughs> And he lives in the shadow realm, and he just travels to I don't know all these parallel universes. Like I don't know what killing all these gods. I don't. Even, I don't even understand that whole. Well, see, that's concept. a. Can I be honest so with you? So many different. Like, what is going on? How many gods like the are they, there? Marvel goes to space. It loses me. Me too. And that's like that's like now that's the touchstone of these movies. Yeah, I you're don't exactly care. right. That's why like the Punisher and and Daredevil and those Netflix shows were grounded at least they on were Earth. reality kind of like they had right. a little bit of like okay they could get hurt or there right. is like some collateral damage and all these yeah they're just constantly traveling to different space universe just to just to elongate their stupid but anyway so christian bale is that character and yet towards the climax where he's got like all three of them wrapped up in his snakes and he has a an individual conversation with each one of them and basically yeah. it's like nanny nanny poo poo you smell <laughs> you like he just makes fun of them and then he says to one of them i don't remember who he says good chat like he uses modern references, these people. He's not even from our universe, but he knows our lingo. And it's just so, I mean, I, it's bad, but I love it. And there's, there's a lot of that in this movie and some other things are escaping my mind right now in terms of, of sheer stupidity and audaciousness of also, this awfully just, bad movie. It's just, it's also so, uh, you know, just... I don't like that Thor flies around. I don't know. Like, he's just too pretty. It's too pretty, man. That's all. Like, I just, I don't get Thor. And then I, no, I, I remember as a kid being like, why this is a, 
what what's there to root about this, this ridiculous Viking? I mean, Vikings in general are, are ridiculous. You know, also oh, tough guy. It's just I I don't know. I thought like the Northman was was ridiculous. <laughs> you know, and this is equally ridiculous. I gotta I gotta bring myself to watch that. Yeah, it's I mean, imagine Conan the Barbarian, but just just void of any type of humor or like. It's just so serious, you know. It's it's a it's yeah. Led Zeppelin Hammer the Gods that shirt we all had in high school. As that's if it ser- was real, come to life, yeah. yeah. As if that's a serious topic. Oh, my daughter just woke up. She's sick. She's looking for something. Oh, all right, oh, Emma, what are you looking for? I can't edit this out. We're talking about Thor, God of Thunder. Did you watch it yet? Okay, what do you what do you need? What do you need, real quick? Okay. Oh, you're calling somebody? No. All right, here's my phone. All right, there you go. Oh, no, was my, she didn't see it yet. She's a big Stranger Things fan. Okay. Anyway, she's also getting a little sick. I don't know. Hopefully, she doesn't have COVID again. COVID, like COVID just lives in my house. But anyway, sorry about that interruption, but I don't know what else there is to say about this movie. Some things after we, uh, we hang up, uh, I, I will remember some, some things because there's one or two other things that were just so ridiculous that just made me laugh, but... Any, oh, I know what it was. I finally get to talk about post post credit sequences. Oh, see, I don't even. I guess I didn't see that. I didn't even make oh, it that far. Oh, oh, there's two credit things, dude. They're so bad. They're so bad. It really like it, it's like a parody. All right, so the I don't know if this is the first or second one. I don't remember the order, but it cuts back to Russell Crowe. He's alive, <sighs> and he's got all his young girls. So creepy, so creepy, so stupid. And they're all tending to his wound because he has been Thor, which also is good. Thor kills Zeus, but he, but he didn't kill him. He impales he impales Zeus. So they're all tending to him. And then he's talking to somebody. He's talking to somebody. And uh, he it's, it's Hercules. He's like, Hercules, you're going to go. My son, you're going to go kill Thor. Go get Thor, Hercules. And they cut to Hercules. Hercules is the guy from... Ted Lasso, the angry, I mean, you don't watch Ted Lasso, but there's the, the one guy that's become a star. Like the bearded uh, guy? I, the bearded guy, the hairy dude who okay. just says the F word. And, and Ted Lasso, I think that's a great show. But he, he is Hercules. And it's just like, oh my God. It's like flavor the moment. Anybody who is, like, I'm surprised it's not like Charlie D'Amelio. I'm surprised it's not Deaf Noodles as Hercules. Uh, it's, oh, again, it's they really gave bad. That, they gave that, uh, Matt Damon, you know, Matt Damon and Chris Hemsworth's brother, like they, they do the plays. Right. Yeah. That was really bad. But and, I don't know. And, is this, are they, are they really, is there really a Hercules versus Thor movie coming where uh, it's the guy from Ted Lasso who it just seems like the least believable Hercules I've well ever seen? Be. If it, not, it seems start like a parody. tomorrow. I think they should get one of the guys, uh, the guy, I think his name is Matt Berry from What We Do in the Shadows. He should be Hercules. You know, just just totally, or or, or or the guy that plays the uh, the helper, whatever his name is, or whatever that phrase is from what we do in the shadows. Then it, and then the very last, the very last thing is Natalie Portman arriving in Valhalla. It's <laughs> like, oh really? Right, and she arrives, and and Stringer Bell welcomes her because there's the yes. whole thing. Stringer yeah, Bell he's... was his buddy for five minutes in one of the other movies, and he dies. Uh, yeah, he welcomes Yeah, and I Valhalla. guess he has a kid, and the only reason I knew it was his kid because his eyes glued. I didn't even get that until Stringer Bell showed up. I'm like, yeah. who's this kid's father, and why do I care? Who cares? Like, why are you telling me this movie? I don't I don't give a crap. I don't just, what? This is just confusing, which I said. Like, you, you know, they all build off each other. But, yeah, I don't know what the purpose of that was. I don't know if it was Natalie Portman saying, like, 
look, I, you know, I guess it gives her a chance to come back. She's still out there. Or was it her saying like, let's do this jokey thing where I'm dead. No, I'm as dead as dead here. I am arriving in Valhalla. I am dead. Uh, and, uh, you know, the one last thing I'll say, I really liked the beginning with that voiceover who, and I think it was the, I think it was the director who, who did that. Taika. Taika. Waititi. Waititi. He, uh, provides Thor's story and he makes fun of the fact how many deaths there are in Marvel movies. Like their thing is just to kill off people and bring them back. And, and the fact that Loki, I guess his brother has died like six times. That made me laugh and out died, loud. And died. And it's died. like, yeah. and then I, there was this guy. Listen, and then there was that I guy. Went, it's like, yes, yes. He's reviewing Marvel while making a Marvel movie. He's reviewing the stupidity of these movies that everybody loves. And it's made a billion dollars because they appeal to everyone. You don't even have to, you don't even have to speak English to understand what's going on in these stupid mass produced movies. And I will admit, like, that was those parts I did like because it was like, oh, I would wish the whole movie was just that because it just explained it so simply and just yep, got me going. Boom, 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 boom. They should almost do that in every Marvel movie for idiots that don't watch it like us, like that don't follow because it did right. really make it like, oh, I forgot all about this. I forgot Natalie Portman were in these movies. Right. Yeah. People are like, oh, Natalie Portman got something to do. OK, whatever. But all right, let's break it down to let's end this. Right. We were all over the place here, but I'm yeah. just going to I can't edit video. It's too much work out of four stars. Right. Or, or four hammer thingamajigs. How many uh, uh, four being the highest? You can give it zero, of course, too. How many stars would you give Thor love and asunder? One point eight. I'm giving it three, Whoa. three out of four stars Jesus. with an asterisk. To change our name this podcast to like oh you know we'll just watch every marvel movie now i think they should just re-release every marvel movie and just have this uh taiki taika watiti do a uh a commentary where you can just turn off whatever's going on turn off the audio and just have this guy and just gotta have this guy explain what's going on huh? and that's my million dollar idea all right so for the insufferable bastard podcast my name is carlos danger for the purposes of this broadcast that's brian spears See you soon. Later. <gasps>